Faith, Hope and Love, episode 267, the fourth Sunday of Advent, year B. The wonderful news of the Annunciation to Mary occurred more than 2,000 years ago. The message that Mary received was the start of the fulfilment of God's promise, first made to King David 1,000 years before that. This timeline is so long that it's hard to comprehend. God has a very, very long memory. The people of Israel hoped and trusted in God's promise to King David, and as the years went on, and there were many, many years, that hope was sometimes boosted, then sometimes shattered, and then rebuilt. And now we arrive at the wonderful scene of the Annunciation. After all this time, in the very fullness of time, God's promise is fulfilled at the home of this humble maiden. Here we can learn our response from how Mary responds to God. Be it done to me according to your word. If only we could all respond to the Lord in such a wonderful way as Mary did. May we be more readily, with joy, able to proclaim, Be it done to me according to your word, O Lord. Mary is the model for all of us who want to follow God's ways. She was a humble servant of God and was faithful to the Lord. In her lowliness, God chose her for the most important role, to be the mother of his son. This weekend's Gospel for the closing Sunday of Advent is all about the greatness of that word, yes, in Mary's life and in the life of all of us who want to be true disciples of Christ. Mary's trust in God's promise is absolute. Mary continues to live according to God's ways, even when the events in her life are confusing and worrying and disorientating. It would be a tragedy if Mary's yes was the last yes in all of human history. In fact, Mary's yes becomes the pattern for many more yeses throughout her life and throughout history. The Hebrew word amen means yes. That is, let it be so. And so we say, yes, amen, every time we come forward for communion at Eucharist. We say, yes, we will be the dwelling place of God, where Jesus makes his home. We're saying, yes, we will take the divine life of God into our own bodies, taking in the body and blood of our Lord. And we too say, let it be done to us according to your word, Lord. So, as amazing and wonderful as it seems, the truth is, God's last known address is within you. One thing I find really striking and challenging, Mary's wonderful reply to the angel was very down to earth and with no puffed up pride. She simply answers, I am God's servant. So Mary is saying to God, I am your servant. I am your humble slave. Let it be done according to what you want. We're here to do things God's way, not our own way. So may this Advent bring us all closer to the Lord, because he's always close to us. God loves us, and he sends his Son to save us. Mary intercedes for us as we learn from her complete trust in God's plan, and learn to serve her Son, Jesus Christ. May this coming Christmas celebration be a real time of incredible renewal and peace as we allow God's grace to strengthen and build upon our individual yes to God.
inspired by Mary's great yes to the Father. O Emmanuel, King and Lawgiver, Desire of all the nations, Saviour of all the people, come and set us free. Come, Lord and Save us, come, Lord of light, your Spirit all around us with Drop down dew from above you heavens, and let the clouds rain down the just one. Let the earth be opened, and bring forth a Saviour. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen.
The Lord be with you. Hello everyone and welcome as we gather to listen to God's word and contemplate the sacraments. We continue on our Advent journey, the last week of Advent, and we light the fourth Advent candle, the angel's candle, reminding us of the message of the angels, which is peace on earth to people of goodwill. O rising sun, you are the splendour of eternal light and the sun of justice. O come and enlighten those who yearn for you. Lord, have mercy. O King of all, come and save humanity whom you formed from the clay. Christ, have mercy. O Emmanuel, Lord our God, come and save us. Lord, have mercy. May Almighty God have mercy on us. Forgive us our sins and bring us to everlasting life. Amen. Let us pray that God will lead us from suffering to glory. Pour forth, we beseech you, O Lord, your grace into our hearts that we, to whom the incarnation of Christ your Son was made known by the message of an angel, may by his passion and cross be brought to the glory of his resurrection, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God for ever and ever. Amen. A reading from the second book of Samuel. Now, when David the king was settled in his house, and the Lord had given him rest from all his enemies around him, the king said to the prophet Nathan, See now, I am living in a house of cedar, but the ark of God stays in a tent. Nathan said to the king, Go, do all that you have in mind, for the Lord is with you. But that same night the word of the Lord came to Nathan, Go and tell my servant David, Thus says the Lord, are you the one to build me a house to live in? I took you from the pasture, from following the sheep to be prince over my people Israel, and I have been with you wherever you went and have cut off all your enemies from before you, and I will make for you a great name like the name of the great ones of the earth. And I will appoint a place for my people Israel and will plant them so that they may live in their own place and be disturbed no more and evildoers shall afflict them no more as formerly 
From the time that I appointed judges over my people Israel, and I will give you rest from all your enemies. Moreover, the Lord declares to you, David, that the Lord will make you a house. When your days are fulfilled and you lie down with your ancestors, I will raise up your offspring after you, who shall come forth from your body, and I will establish his kingdom. I will be a father to him, and he shall be a son to me. Your house and your kingdom shall be made sure for ever before me, your throne, David shall be established forever. The Word of the Lord Forever I will sing the goodness of the Lord. I will sing forever of your love, O Lord. Through all ages my mouth will proclaim your truth. Of this I am sure, that your love lasts forever, that your truth is firmly established as the heavens. With my chosen one I have made a covenant. I have sworn to David my servant. I will establish your dynasty forever and set up your throne through all ages. He will say to me, You are my Father, my God, the rock who saves me. I will keep my love for him always. With him my covenant shall last. Forever I will sing the goodness of the Lord. A reading from the letter of St. Paul to the Romans. Brothers and sisters, To the one who is able to strengthen you according to my gospel and the proclamation of Jesus Christ, according to the revelation of the mystery that was kept secret for long ages but is now disclosed, and through the prophetic writings is made known to all the Gentiles according to the command of the eternal God to bring about the obedience of faith to the only wise God through Jesus Christ to whom be the glory for ever. Amen. The Word of the Lord. Alleluia, Alleluia, Alleluia. I am the servant of the Lord. May his will for me be done. Alleluia, Alleluia, Alleluia. The Lord be with you. 
A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. Chapter 1, verses 26 to 38. The angel Gabriel was sent by God to a town in Galilee called Nazareth, to a virgin engaged to a man whose name was Joseph of the house of David. The virgin's name was Mary. And he came to her and said, Hail, full of grace, the Lord is with you. But she was much perplexed by his words and pondered what sort of greeting this might be. The angel said to her, Do not be afraid, Mary, for you have found favour with God. And now you will conceive in your womb and bear a son, and you will name him Jesus. He will be great and will be called the Son of the Most High, and the Lord God will give him the throne of his father David. He will reign over the house of Jacob forever, and of his kingdom there will be no end. Mary said to the angel, How can this be, since I am a virgin? The angel said to her, The Holy Spirit will come upon you, and the power of the Most High will overshadow you. Therefore the child to be born will be holy. He will be called Son of God. And now your relative Elizabeth, in her old age, has also conceived a son. And this is the sixth month for her who was said to be barren. For nothing will be impossible with God. Then Mary said, Here am I, the servant of the Lord. Let it be done to me according to your word. Then the angel departed from her. The Gospel of the Lord. As we come to the end of the Advent season for this year, it's valuable for us to stop for a brief time and see if we've used this time well. It is possible that we've let the secular events of our home or work life take control. And they've taken over our good intentions to pray a little bit more or to try to speak more positively about others. Or even just take more time to spend with people we like rather than doing the tasks that aren't really that important. We may have learnt that in our desire to be more spiritually focused, we realise that we're not masters of our own time and our gifts, but rather we're led by social convention and worldly expectations. Now one of the great catch cries of the modern generation is to seek happiness and fulfilment by doing your own thing. It's what I want that really matters. People believe that happiness lies in having no commitments, no one to answer to, no one whose needs or problems will ever tie us down. It is, of course, good and necessary to find and do that which deep down we feel called to do. Nevertheless, human nature being what it is, we have to be on guard. There can be a lot of selfishness in the do-your-own-thing approach. It often means taking the easiest path in the belief that this is where freedom and happiness lies. But this approach is more likely to lead to being swamped by choices and the unhappiness that follows having to make difficult decisions. We find out eventually 
that we don't have the time or energy to have and do it all, even though it may appear to be on offer. Here's an important truth. Freedom, happiness and fulfilment are more likely to be found in the acceptance of duty rather than the avoidance of it. However, for this to happen, a grim acceptance of duty is not good enough. It has to be a loving acceptance of duty. The more difficult the task to which we devote ourselves out of love, the more it will exalt us. And it's in this regard that Mary gives us a great example in today's Gospel. She didn't say to the angel, No, sorry, but I have my own plans. I want to do my own thing. Rather, she said, It's not what I want, but what God wants that matters. Let what God wants be done to me. Mary made a complete gift of herself to God and accepted the task he gave her. Even though she didn't understand all the implications of it, she trusted that God would give her all the help she needed. In effect, she was saying, I don't understand what all this means, but I trust that good things will happen, if not for me, then for others who are important to me. She trusted so deeply in God that she was open to all possibilities. She gave up control over her future and let God define her life. Now life imposes a lot of duties on us. Besides duties to ourselves, there are those duties to others and to God. And where would the world be if everyone just thought of themselves and insisted on doing their own thing? Now some people suspect that God chose Mary because she was so meek and she could do anything she couldn't do anything else but do what God was expecting of her that in some way she was not really human not like us being chosen for by God for such a task did not free her from the human race God's choice for her did not free her from making her own choice for God she was asked to put her freedom, her whole person, at the service of God. And if there's any great difference between Mary and ourselves is that she fully responded to being chosen for her role while you and I remain hesitant and half-hearted about responding to what God asks of us. Just like Mary, we face God's choices for us and like her, we're challenged to say yes. Like all choices, it may ask of us a sacrifice, to give up or reject one option to fully accept the other. If we could have it all, then there would be no choice required at all. But in reality, we do have to make the decision. And sometime the cost of that decision is putting our freedom at the service of God. Now what Mary clearly understood was that she was so highly favoured by God and maybe this is where we have to decide if we truly believe that God has favoured us in a similar way. Maybe some people have reached the stage where they don't think that they are worthy of anything in God's or other people's eyes. So I invite you again to listen to what God has to say to you. Rejoice, so highly favoured, for I have chosen you to be holy and live through love in my presence.
The Apostles' Creed I believe in God the Father Almighty, Creator of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, His only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended into hell. On the third day He rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven, and is seated at the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From there He will come to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and life everlasting. Amen. The Lord is near. With joy-filled hearts we pray. For all who minister, that like Mary they will be faithful servants, open to God's word and plan in their lives. Lord, hear us. For our nation, that we may live in peace. Lord, hear us. For those whose lives are paralysed by fear, that they may experience the power of God's strengthening love. Lord, hear us. For this community, united in prayer, that we may be sustained by the unshakable faith of Mary. Lord, hear us. For all who are ill and those who care for them, for healing, strength and peace. Lord, hear us. For all who await resurrection, that they may find peace in Christ's presence, especially those for whom we now pray. Lord, hear us. Eternal God, we ask you to listen to our prayers so that we may celebrate with joy the birth of Jesus, who lives for ever and ever. Amen. Blessed are you, Lord God of all creation, for through your goodness we have received the bread we offer you, fruit of the earth and work of human hands. It will become for us the bread of life. By the mystery of this water and wine, may we come to share in the divinity of Christ, who humbled himself to share in our humanity. Blessed are you, Lord God of all creation, for through your goodness we have received the wine we offer you, fruit of the vine and work of human hands. It will become our spiritual drink. With humble spirit and contrite heart, may we be accepted by you, O Lord, and may this sacrifice in your sight this day be pleasing to you, Lord God. Wash me, O Lord, from my iniquity. Cleanse me from my sin. Pray, brothers and sisters, that my sacrifice and yours may be acceptable to God the Almighty Father. May the Lord accept the sacrifice at your hands for the praise and glory of his name. 
for our good and the good of all his holy church. May the Holy Spirit, O Lord, sanctify these gifts laid upon your altar, just as he filled with his power the womb of the Blessed Virgin Mary. Through Christ our Lord. Amen. Preface 2 of Advent The Lord be with you. Lift up your hearts. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is truly right and just, our duty and our salvation, always and everywhere to give you thanks, Lord, Holy Father, Almighty and Eternal God, through Christ our Lord. For all the oracles of the prophets foretold him. The Virgin Mother longed for him with love beyond all telling. John the Baptist sang of his coming and proclaimed his presence when he came. It is by his gift that already we rejoice at the mystery of his nativity, so that he may find us watchful in prayer and exultant in his praise. And so with angels and archangels, with thrones and dominions, and with all the hosts and powers of heaven, we sing the hymn of your glory, as without end we acclaim, Holy, holy, holy Lord, God of hosts, heaven and earth are full of your glory, Hosanna in the highest. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord, Hosanna in the highest. You are indeed holy, O Lord, the fount of all holiness. Make holy, therefore, these gifts, we pray, by sending down your Spirit upon them like the dewfall, so that they may become for us the body and blood of our Lord Jesus Christ. At the time he was betrayed and entered willingly into his passion, he took bread and, giving thanks, broke it and gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and eat of it, for this is my body, which will be given up for you. In a similar way, when supper was ended, he took the chalice, and once more giving thanks, he gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and drink from it, for this is the chalice of my blood, the blood of the new and eternal covenant, which will be poured out for you and for many, for the forgiveness of sins. Do this in memory of me. The Mystery of Faith We proclaim your death, O Lord, and profess your resurrection, until you come again. Therefore, as we celebrate the memorial of his death and resurrection, we offer you, Lord, the bread of life and the chalice of salvation, giving thanks that you have held us worthy to be in your presence and minister to you. Humbly we pray, 
that partaking of the body and blood of Christ, we may be gathered into one by the Holy Spirit. Remember, Lord, your church spread throughout the world and bring her to the fullness of charity, together with Francis, our Pope, and Mark, our Bishop, and his assistant, Ken, and all the clergy. Remember also our brothers and sisters who have fallen asleep in the hope of the resurrection and all who have died in your mercy. Welcome them into the light of your face. Have mercy on us all, we pray, that with the Blessed Virgin Mary, Mother of God, with Blessed Joseph, her spouse, with the Blessed Apostles and all the saints who have pleased you throughout the ages, we may merit to be co-heirs to eternal life and may praise and glorify you through your Son, Jesus Christ. Through him and with him and in him, O God, Almighty Father, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, all glory and honour is yours for ever and ever. Amen. At the Saviour's command, informed by divine teaching, we dare to say, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Deliver us, Lord, we pray, from every evil. Graciously grant peace in our days, that by the help of your mercy we may be always free from sin and safe from all distress, as we await the blessed hope and the coming of our Saviour, Jesus Christ. For the kingdom, the power and the glory are yours, now and forever. Amen. Lord Jesus Christ, who said to your apostles, Peace I leave you, my peace I give you. Look not on our sins, but on the faith of your church, and graciously grant her peace and unity, in accordance with your will, who live and reign for ever and ever. Amen. The peace of the Lord be with you always. Let us offer each other the sign of peace. May this mingling of the body and blood of our Lord Jesus Christ bring eternal life to us who receive it. Lamb of God, you take away the sins of the world, have mercy on us. Lamb of God, you take away the sins of the world, have mercy on us. Lamb of God, you take away the sins of the world, grant us peace. Lord Jesus Christ, Son of the living God, who by the will of the Father and the work of the Holy Spirit through your death gave life to the world, free me by this your most holy body and blood from all my sins and from every evil. Keep me always faithful to your commandments and never let me be parted from you. May the receiving of your body and blood, Lord Jesus Christ, not bring me to judgment and condemnation, but through your loving mercy be for me protection in mind and body, and a healing remedy. Behold the Lamb of God. Behold him who takes away the sins of the world. 
Blessed are those called to the supper of the Lamb. Lord, I am not worthy that you should enter under my roof, but only say the word and my soul shall be healed. May the body of Christ keep me safe for eternal life. May the blood of Christ keep me safe for eternal life. The Communion Antiphon Behold, a virgin shall conceive and bear a son, and his name will be called Emmanuel. My Jesus, I believe that you are present in the most holy sacrament. I love you above all things, and I desire to receive you in my soul. Since I cannot at this moment receive you sacramentally, come at least spiritually into my heart. I embrace you as if you were already there and unite myself wholly to you. Never permit me to be separated from you. Amen. The Body of Christ. Amen. The Blood of Christ. Amen. Let us pause for a time of quiet post-communion prayer and reflection.
what has passed our lips as food, O Lord, may we possess in purity of heart, that what has been given to us in time may be our healing for eternity. Let us pray. Having received this pledge of eternal redemption, we pray, Almighty God, that as the feast day of our salvation draws ever nearer, so we may press forward all the more eagerly to the worthy celebration of the mystery of your Son's Nativity, who lives and reigns for ever and ever. Amen. Thanks everyone. Our Sundays of Advent have concluded. And now our next major gathering is the wonderful festivities of Christmas. Because of COVID restrictions, there are still not enough room for everybody who would usually come to Christmas. So uh, we're continuing with these podcasts and we'll be very much united to everyone wherever you are. And uh, we're very sorry that we can't fit everybody in, but there are still those restrictions and safety requirements and distancing. And so in this Archdiocese and many places in Australia and around the world, there's a dispensation from the requirement to attend Masses because of the restrictions. But you're certainly with us in prayer and thought. The Lord be with you. Let's bow our heads and pray for God's blessing. May the almighty and merciful God, by whose grace you have placed your faith in the first coming of the only begotten Son, and yearn for his coming again, sanctify you by the radiance of Christ's advent, and enrich you with his blessing. As you run the race of this present life, may he make you firm in faith, joyful in hope, and active in charity. Rejoicing now with devotion at the Redeemer's coming in the flesh, may you be endowed with the rich reward of eternal life when he comes again in majesty. And may the blessing of Almighty God the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit come down on you and remain with you forever. Go in peace. Faith, Hope and Love, Christian Worship and Reflection, led by Rev. Paul Kelly. Advent Hymn, O Come Lord, in memory of Paolo Mario Paul Giacomantonio, 1968-2020, by Paul W. Kelly, based on Ancient Church O Antiphons of Advent, arranged and sung with additional lyrics by Stephen Kelk, 2020.
production by KER 2020. May God bless and keep you.